Hello and greetings, everybody. My name is Maggie Cavanaugh. I'm your host. I have the one and only Maurice Brown with me today. Y'all give it up for Maurice. Maurice, thank you for being on the show. Hey, it is my honor and pleasure to be on the show, Maggie. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you on here because some of you may know him and some of you may not. And some of you may know or not, because some of you might watch this on Facebook or uh, any social media platform, that this show is actually on a network called Creative Motion Network on Roku. And that's where I found and met Maurice because Maurice interviews the coolest people. And so <laughs> for a while now, I've been wanting to have him on here because he you know, kind of leans towards the actors and comedians and people that are in the industry. And I was like, like, well, my show is kind of more ministerial. And I was like, I'm just going to reach out and see if he'll be on here with me because I love what you do, Maurice. Well, Maggie, thank you. I, I try to get people from the industry that are, you know, of course, following Christ. Yes. That, that, that is my primary goal is to, to interview and get exposure for people in the faith that are actors, producers, entertainers, comedians, you name it, you know, but, uh, and, and, and of course, sometimes I will interview secular performers, but that gives me the opportunity to be a, a witness to them in some way that however, the Holy Ghost leads me to do that. Right. Um, uh, so, yeah, I have a lot of fun doing it. And, and, you know, it's always I love Maggie. I love talking shop, which is acting and comedy. I could do it all day long. I absolutely love it. So for those of you that do not know Maurice, he is a stand-up comedian. And I want to encourage you to go and follow him because we all need some laughter. You know, we know that laughter is a good medicine. And this is something he's been doing all over. He is in the Northern Virginia area, but he is available for booking. Even if you have an online event, I encourage you to reach out to him. And I'll put his website in the link after the broadcast. And But for those that are watching that are, aren't on social media, what is your website? It, it is mbecomedy.com. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But comedy is not your only gig, even though that's where you probably came into the industry. You've done some acting as well. I have. I was in Love Different in 2016 with Jen Gotson and Tommy Ford, uh, which was a great opportunity for me. I, I won the audition. And I'm now in the company of a guy, Martin, I'm sorry, Tommy Ford was in the TV show Martin with Martin Lawrence from the 90s, an extremely popular TV show from the 90s. And then he did Harlem Nights with Richard Pryor, and he's done some all-star comedy shows on Showtime. So I'm acting across from him. <laughs> then I've got Jen Gotson Chandler, who was in the Oscar-nominated film Frost Nixon from 2011, and she's gone on to do tons and tons of faith-based films since that time and so i and and it was directed by anthony hackett who's from columbia maryland a, a just a marvelous director and actor so i'm in their company and uh it was it was a great experience that god gave me i started out in comedy in 2010 and became interested in acting in 2013 so i had that opportunity and then i won another audition for another film not too long after that and so uh, that one is still in in the works of uh, being worked out. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not, but uh, I did win that audition. So it's been it's been an interesting ride in comedy and acting. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Where so are you? I, there we go. We lost yeah. you for a second. So <laughs> okay. I apologize. I apologize. We're, we're just checking to see if y'all are paying attention. <laughs> exactly, Maggie. <laughs> I had uh, the honor of seeing that show because I, I loved the message. And, you know, before the broadcast, y'all, we were chatting it up and we were talking about how important as Christ followers, whether you're in the um, industry, entertainment industry, or whether you're like me in, in ministerial stuff, how important it is for us to be real. And that show, and I'm not going to give away the, the end of it because it's very powerful, had a message that every Christ follower needs to hear. Well, it does. And, and you know, Love Different deals with the fact that we're all, hey, different. How about that? <laughs> and so we as Christians, we have a difficult time dealing with too much difference. You know, as we were talking about before we came on air, we, we'll, we'll share the gospel with you know a lot of different people but if they're too left of center if they're too far away from shore in our minds in our opinions right. uh, we won't approach them we, we will judge them before we witness to them come on which, preach it. <laughs> which, which will keep you from ever witnessing to them because you've just put them in a box of judgment yes and and so the film kind of centers around you know just people being different and our obligation as followers of Christ to make the appropriate adjustments, you know, meeting people where they are. Yes. And, and so the film kind of really dives into that. Uh, and I had the chance to play the bad guy in that film, which was quite interesting <laughs> being that I've done stand up comedy for the most part, but it was a great chance to uh, pardon the pun, do something different <laughs> for me uh, but that that was a great uh, film. It was really a good film, and and it, it's it's actually a comedy, be, because the film deals with uh, ethnic differences. You know, making a lot of jokes about white, black, white, black. What we think the other race is really like when it's completely <laughs> wrong. It was, it was very funny, uh, and but so there's a lot of comedy in there, but there's a very serious subject of meeting people where they are. Absolutely. And that's what I loved about it. And I was in stitches, you know, <laughs> I was in stitches, you know, just I, I, I don't want to give away too much. But whenever they were training, you guys have got to go watch the trailer. And if you watch the trailer, you will just laugh watching the trailer and you can catch that on Pure Flix. Right. And you, you can catch it on Pure Flix, Christian Cinema dot com. Uh, you can definitely see it on. I believe you can see it on Redeem TV, but I'm not 100 percent sure about that or Sunset Friday Entertainment. Yeah, it was great. This woman gets a job working at a firm that's predominantly black and she is trying to become the culture. The part I like the best is in the beginning when he was asking her those questions. And I'll just give away that little snippet because it's at the beginning, you know. But whenever he was asking her those questions, and she, in her mind, she really thought that those were the right answers. And I'm sitting there cracking up the whole time. Uh, I just, it was, it really drew me in because I thought, how, how, um, ignorant we are sometimes to yes. other cultures and how, like you said, just if somebody just seems too far out there in our own limited understanding, you know, we think, okay, but God doesn't see us like that at all. And no. there's nobody too far from the hand of God. And listen, if you got a hold of me, y'all, you can get a hold of anybody, anybody. So if not for the grace of God, there go I. So films like that are powerful for the non-Christian to see. 
Yeah, well, you you know, getting anybody saved, I mean, all you got to do is look at one of the, the stories in one of the four Gospels, you know, where Jesus saved the man, the, 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 the lunatic that was filled with, you know, thousands of demons. Right. You know, I mean, you talk about being, you know, far away from shore, like this guy's gone forever. But, you know, Christ, you know, turned him completely around. If he can do that with him, he can do that with anybody. Isn't that the truth? And, you know, most recently, and I know that you're a huge probably fan of The Chosen as well, as many of us are following yeah. along because it is it has made Jesus so personal to us. And we get to see the side of um, those that were walking with them, their their perception of what was going on. Look at Mary Magdalene, you know, in that scene in that first episode, I was like, this is amazing because those who do not, that are what I call pre-saved or, you know, uh, searching or whatever, they run across this type of media. This is enough to allow them to see how redeeming the Lord is. Yeah, I, I am definitely a big fan of The Chosen, as you know, Vindication for, for sure. But those two programs are the absolute best faith-based programs that you're going to, to have the, the privilege of seeing right now. I mean, they're, they're completely different in the genre, of course, as right. far as what they're focusing on. But they are equally awesome in the way that they produce content. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen a story of Christ as well done as The Chosen, directed by Dallas Jenkins, does it. Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus, in my opinion, quite frankly, does the finest job uh, in portraying Jesus that I've ever seen. And I've yes. seen a lot of good performances. And sure. that's not to take anything away from other performances, but he does, he does such right. a tremendous job with it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we got to feel good about what God is doing in the faith-based world right now, in the entertainment world of producing content that is, I mean, dead, solid stuff where the secular viewers w w would be drawn to it. Like, you know, wow, we got to we gotta see this. I can actually see the chosen and vindication. I certainly pray for it anyway, that sure. they, these two uh, programs will find their way onto secular platforms. Yes. They're that good. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so it would be a great opportunity. I think that the secular world is starting to subtly be drawn more to faith-based content. Uh, I think Christian programming is starting to get, to quote a term from the street, Maggie, get more real. <laughs> You're right. You it's know, legit, man. It's legit. I mean, that's what that's what the secular world craves. Just be real with me. You know, don't don't sugarcoat it. Let me see the truth. Tell it like it is. And and so I think the faith vindication is a great example. You know, you, you think that you're watching NCIS at the beginning of it. And then before you realize it, it you go, oh, wow, they're actually talking about Christ here. They're talking about the light. But by the time you realize that as a secular viewer, you're already invested into the program. So you, you don't want to bail now. You're in. And you just kind of stay with it. And that's the way that Christian content, in my opinion, needs to to go is in attracting secular audiences. Be willing to tackle the tough subjects. Be willing to get into some murky waters. You can get in there without succumbing to the murkiness around you. You don't have to assume 
that murkiness around you, you can still maintain uh, a position of light in dark. Yes. But you, you can still do that. I mean, Jesus did it all the time. He he hung out with notorious people. I mean, people that would just just I mean, my gosh, if I weren't so dark, I'd turn red. <laughs> but what I what I'm saying, Maggie, is that, you know, Jesus did that. I mean, and he had no problem and he had their full attention. And, and we have to master that ability in producing content in the Christian world. Because Jesus said it himself. He said, he said this. He said, you will do greater things than even I. You know, it's interesting. Um, and I, first of all, I just want to echo everything you said, because we're both huge fans of Indication. Um, we have mutual friends that actually were in season one. And and I have a we have, you know, Candace as well. She's going to be in season two. Yes. And I'll tell you, when I first saw that show. I told my husband, I said, oh, this is going to be a binge watcher. This is going to be one that, you know, we watch. And I've watched it several times, just like The Chosen. I binge Jesus all the time. But I have watched it several times. And each time I see a different facet of faith coming from, you know, and, and for those of you who just need a little backstory on it, is surrounded by a detective whose wife is a very strong Christian. You can tell she's strong in the Lord and all of his encounters in his work is drawing him in by the spirit of God. God is using circumstances from crimes to help mold yeah. and shape him into becoming uh, sensitive to the spirit. And so you need to start right now because anytime now we're waiting, I check it all the time. Like when season two, when season two, and I'm not even up until this last year, I didn't hardly watch TV. I would yeah. go to the box office to watch a Christian film. Then when it came out to send the message to Hollywood, we want something real. And we're yeah. not talking about the Christian films that are that are dealing with. We are all perfect and you need to be like us. We're talking about real life stuff, about trafficking and and, uh, you know, life issues. I think about the Kendricks brothers and all the things that they've brought forth with their films and and different things. So, you know, I'm not a big TV watcher. And tell vindication and the yeah. well i had jared o'flaherty who's the creator and writer of vindication on my show last I've seen that. november and um, and we were actually it's december but uh we were talking about some of the uh reactions from christendom uh to to some of it one in particular was episode two which was submitted to several film festivals, and he won a lot of awards, but this particular episode was actually rejected uh, by a few film festivals because they thought it was you know, going a little bit too far. Now, if you've never seen Vindication, please watch Vindication because it is a real keeper. Yes. But episode two deals with teenage sexting. Okay, it's a big thing. That's a problem. It's a huge problem, and in the church just as much as the world. Everybody needs to see that message. There's a scene in episode two, which is why it was rejected at film festivals. And I, I, when Jarrett told me that, I thought to myself, we've and, and we got to keep this 100, Maggie. I thought to myself, by the way, I was not offended at all by it. And I, I thought about it, and I said, there are Christians out there that, point the finger at Jared, whoever they were that pointed the finger at Jared for that episode, that wa watch worse at home. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
I guarantee you. And and that's where the mask wearing is it, it becomes a problem in the church where people like you know little Nas we were referring to him earlier and people that were in the faith and have no respect for the faith that mask wearing is why a lot of people don't come into the church. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and so I looked at that episode and I thought this is ridiculous. There's nothing. There's nothing there, Maggie, other than something that's inferred. Well, if we can't infer sin, how are we ever going to get the point across? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I, I know which episode you're talking about, and I see nothing wrong with it. And I think that it is it is real life. And, you know, there's a saying that the young rappers always say that real recognizes real, you know, and sure. that's where we've gone wrong is we will not be real and transparent. And to let people know, hey, listen, you know, yes, we're saved by grace, but this sin issue is a big deal. And yeah. we are dealing with it. And, you know, so it's not like we expect you to come here and be perfect. We expect you to come here and redirect, you know, not perfect, redirect yeah. your life to Jesus. And so and that is so powerful. And I I, I must have missed that little snippet of the interview because I did not know it was rejected. And, yeah, and was. I was like, I must have went to the bathroom or something during that time. So yeah, sorry, Maurice. I usually watch all of your show. <laughs> so, but I seen that you had him on there and I was like, oh, this is so good. And that's what I really recognized. I was like, oh, my gosh, he loves vindication as much as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that show. That's that. And I'm like you, Maggie. I really don't watch a lot of TV. And I was actually um, Candace Kirkpatrick, who was also on my show last, uh, my gosh, I think it was like last September, but she, she made me privy to the show vindication. I, I had no idea. She, you know, she turned me on to it too. <laughs> I, I had no idea it was out there, you know? <laughs> and so I sat down, my wife and I, we watched it and I, I got hooked. Yeah. I absolutely got hooked on it. And I don't think I've seen a faith based show series, including feature film, as 100 as vindication it's yeah. awesome yes it's got all the elements of impacting um dr the drama piece of it the family piece of it the relational thing you know with the daughter and the, the wife and all the different people and and venus um you know i don't know if you know venus but she is so precious i had a uh, the honor of, of interviewing her and she is like I, I, I kid around and say, I want to be like Venus when I grow up because she is like the real deal cop, you know? I mean, forget whenever I was younger and I'm probably dating myself here, like Charlie's Angels, you know, they were super cool, handle a gun, but beautiful and all of that. She is amazing. And so I was so glad that uh, a lot of the characters from the first season will be back this season, but as well as Candace coming in, and I'm sure we'll see a lot more faces. So I'm super excited about that. Interesting that Candace turned you on to that because she did me as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know Candace from uh, Christian Women in Media, and I just I love her heart for the Lord. And uh, we have some common prayer things that we pray for each other and such a blessing. And, you know, you and I spoke a few minutes before the broadcast about the importance of humble people in the industry right. and how the world can suck you in as like, look at this award and look at this accolade and how we are seeing people rise up right now that are just so in love with Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's just so many actresses and actress, actors that um, they're the real deal. 
you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's, I think that that is really what is, and I'm not taking away from the, from the directors or the writers or any of them because that is high skill stuff, but bringing these people into relationship on the set uh, prayerfully going the direction the spirit led is totally blowing things out of the water. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, like I said, I, I think that the, the show Vindication is setting a template. Like you look at the Kendrick brothers, the Irwin brothers, and they are the leaders in, in, in Christendom in, in entertainment, the Kendricks and the Irwin brothers. That's just no question. And, and they are, are, are presenting the kind of content. Uh, I had a Jonathan Wessel, on my show yesterday, he's a young actor. Uh, he's in a short called Night Guard. Uh, he's in the Over Mountain Men. He's in Duel and some some other nice shorts called Eight for Eight and Two Roads. But he's a young, uh, up and coming actor in Christendom. And I had him on the show, and he made a great comment about faith based films. As uh, we talk about content, which needs to be more one hundred and upgraded in in that regard, he also said the quality. Mm -hmm. of film needs to be upgraded upgraded in order to be received by the secular world. And so let me let me get to the point of what I'm trying to say here, Maggie. We have a lot of people in, in entertainment that go, well, I, I, I mean, I, I, my heart's in the right place. Let's just throw something together. No, 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 no. You can't just throw it together. <laughs> I mean, you, you got you got to produce quality content, <laughs> you know. And, and so, as I mentioned, the Kendricks and the Irwins, they're as good as it gets when it comes to quality of content. Yeah. And that's something that's got to be improved upon. And of course, in order to do that, you're going to need a bigger budget. I'll give you an example. I don't know if you saw the film, I Still Believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I Still Believe was probably, and I think that was by the Irwin brothers. And I think they threw about, oh my gosh, $8 million, 8 to 10 but they made it look like it was a hundred million dollars. I mean, they, they made it look way better as far as the money they had, you know, that they were working with it, And, and so those guys are great at that. And I think Christian films have to be more focused on that. Dallas Jenkins, he was able to go through GoFundMe generate $10 million <laughs> to produce the chosen. And so when you look at the chosen, it's quality content. So a secular viewer will take it seriously and they will take a look. And of course, the acting is tremendous. And I'll say one more thing uh, and throw it back to you, Baggy. But Church People by uh, Christopher Sean Shaw. I, I can't wait to see that. I seen your interview with them and I was laughing my butt off of the trailer. Excuse <laughs> the language, y'all. I'm real. Well, <laughs> well, there you go, Maggie. So. Church People is a great comedy, and it stars the comedian, Christian comedian, Thor Ramsey. I but love it's also, <laughs> it's also got the Baldwin brothers in there, and China Phillips, and Donald Faison, and Aaron Cahill, and Joey Fatone. And these, so the reason I mentioned them is these are some A-list actors mm -hmm. in Hollywood. What happened in this film, they got the ah. funding huge funding. The stars come out because they want a little piece of the pie. You see what I mean? Sure. But because the, the money was there, they were able to bring in some really quality actors and witness to a few. That's sure. a bonus. And they were able to produce some quality content. And so I, I just think that God's got the Christian world in entertainment going. We're definitely trending in the right direction. 
And, you know, I think that uh, even people that are not Christ followers yet are mm -hmm. looking for something uh, cleaner for their families. Yes. You know, absolutely. moral moral standards, if you will. And so, but I absolutely love that. And I can't wait to see that film because it is just, it, it just, it kind of, for those of you that go to the website and check it out, but it kind of is like a little bit, making a little bit of a puppet mega churches that are way off, way off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jesus is not <laughs> the center. They are the center. And that is what is so important to keep checks and balances with everything we do. You know, I was sharing with Maurice before the broadcast, even, you know, I'm ministry based. I do this, be, you know, broadcast because the Lord asked me to, and I'm, I'm just like, here I am, send me whatever you want me to do. I'll do. But mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, I, I, I always check myself and say, is the, is this about me or is this about you? Right. And, you know, yes, as viewers, you want to know about the people you're listening to. So I throw in, you know, information out about me, what I do, what where I've been. Some of it is pretty like, you know, I kid around, uh, Maurice, because I'm currently writing my story. And I'm like, it's where Lifetime TV meets Pure Flix, you know. The first <laughs> half is really rough. And then the last half is, you know, gives God the glory. And uh, to be honest, God was there through the whole thing. I just didn't know. Uh, but with that being said, we are seeing... More and more quality people that understand that theater, Christ-centered, good media is definitely ministry. People yes. are touched. Their hearts are moved they, whenever they can see something like that. And I don't know if you had a chance to see it. I don't know if it was just last night. Uh, Dallas Jenkins has associated himself with a new uh, short film that is going to be coming the short film is out you can see it go on the website but they're wanting to make a feature a full feature film for the theaters and uh, I'm, I'm trying i'm having a complete fluff here but go check it out did you see about that i think it's called um it's got to do with the devil and then the schemes of the devil and it, it draws you in it just like snatches you and you're going oh. it was like 24 minutes long and i was the whole time i was going Oh snap! That's exactly how he works, you know. But yeah. uh, have you? Did you see that last night where it came out yet? I did I'll not. I'll send no. you the link after the broadcast, and, and I'll follow Dallas. Dallas is authentic. He is real. Uh, the chosen is is. I'll tell you, when I tear up at episodes, you know, you know that they are portraying the Lord in a pleasing way because it's convicting. You well, know? you know what. I speaking of getting choked up, I'm almost choked up at the end of every episode. And yes. the, the two episodes in particular uh, are episode two, the episode where Jesus is uh, talking to the children. Oh. And it's absolutely amazing that, <laughs> yes. you know, the way that Jonathan Rumi does that uh, as he, he as he portrays Jesus, you're thinking that's exactly how Jesus would have done that. You know, you're just yes. thinking this. And then episode five, when he turned the water into wine. But every episode by the end has me choked up. Yes. Yes. Um, and that it's is awesome. It's, it's awesome. It is because I think that for the first time that on film, and not like you said, not to take away from any previous projects, because there's some amazing projects out there, but it 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 allows us to see Jesus with skin on the, the his his love for humanity comes forth. You know, I was just like on my face weeping in the Mary Magdalene episode whenever she made the statement 
how much hair I'm talking about it now. I'm so glad that my granddaughter took my mascara and I don't have any on. But she, she looked at the camera and she says, and I will know him for the rest of my life. You know, she awesome. didn't even know his awesome. name. And she's like, I will know him for the rest of my life. The And I got the Holy Ghost goosebumps just talking about it. So listen, yeah. guys, we want you to check out these two specific uh, series that we've talked about. The Chosen, Dallas Jenkins. You can download the app. It is on YouTube. It is on mm -hmm. uh, first seasons on Pure Flix. I don't think the second seasons, the second seasons are definitely on the app. And right. definitely yeah. on um, YouTube and follow anything that that whole team does because it's amazing. And then vindication, uh, you'll see on our walls. Okay. We will be telling you when uh, season two is out uh, because we'll be talking about yeah. it. You know, uh, those, the, the, it's just so real covers things that we need to be talking about in the church. We need to be talking Absolutely. about this. And Absolutely. these are things that, you know, Jesus told us that in this world, we're going to have tribulations to cheer up, he's overcome the world, but we've got that whole mentality of, yeah, we still, we're here. We're having to deal with, we're having to deal with trafficking. We're having to deal with, you know, uh, extramarital type of temptations that, you know, uh, the episode with was Ben Davies that was in, that was a really good episode. That was episode yeah. one. Episode, was it episode one, yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's, it's been such a while, but that was so good because, you know, these are struggles. The struggle is real, but God is real. And yes. he's trying to show up in the films through the lives of uh, surrendered vessels and so forth. So listen, uh, before we get off here, I want to talk a little bit more about your comedy. Okay. Because okay. I really want people, I want you to go and follow and like everything that Maurice does because we are in a season of life where there seems to be a lot of pressure uh, in this world. And we need good, clean, healthy comedy. And so um, what is your favorite thing, favorite show or your favorite skit or anything? Just share something with us that's been uh, over the years, your favorite thing that you've ever done to make the audience laugh. Oh, wow. that That's great. <laughs> Look, well, I know there's lots. I know there's lots. And that's kind of a, you know. Yeah. Now, well, you know, honestly, uh, there, there's, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, I do have a, a couple of favorites. Uh, one, one of the things that I love to share with, uh, you know, audiences, is particularly during this pandemic, you know, all the negative things that are going on. You know, my wife shared some news with me that uh, really, you know, changed the game. She said, honey, get this, Maggie. She said, honey, we have enough money for the rest of our lives. <laughs> we just have to die tonight. By, mid, I, by 12 midnight, we got to be out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's live it up for the next few hours. And we, we would, we would, we would celebrate, but we don't have enough money for the celebration, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you kept people laughing through the pandemic because that's right. what we need. And yeah, for people, absolutely. you know, for people like you that are used to being on the stage and then all of a sudden everything's shutting down, you know, really this is this is a way to um to reach the viewers so go and check out maurice's stuff it is comical it, it'll it'll make you laugh and it's and it's clean enough that you can sit down and watch it with jesus okay because if you guys are watching stuff there that jesus can sit down and watch with you you know then uh you need a whole new show and we'll tell you about all the great shows that come out 
So, Maurice, I always ask everybody at the end of the broadcast. I didn't prepare you for this question. I apologize. I usually say, hey, you'll you'll know I'm wrapping it up when I ask you if you could leave the audience with a key, what would that key be? And I know that you, you know, I just know in your heart uh, by watching your broadcast and your love for the Lord. I know you've got tons of different keys, but what would you share with the viewers today? I would say, Maggie, and I'm glad you asked that question, the key to your best life, in my opinion, and it's in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, where, where Jesus is being questioned by these, these hoodlums called Pharisees, because that's where they were. They were hoodlums. Anyway, so anyway, they were trying to corner him with these questions. They're trying to trap him with question after question. And, and so one of the guys, they, they, they came up to him, one of these Pharisees, the teacher of the law said uh, he heard Jesus and he noticed that he had given them a good answer. And he asked him, of all the commandments, which one is the most important? They thought <laughs> they'd get him on this one, you see. Right. And Jesus said, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Mm. Now, let me just say this to you. And there's another commandment that comes after that, which he gives, which is the second, which is to, to love your neighbor as yourself. Right. And as you well know, Maggie, and, and everyone that's listening, that there are many other commandments that come after that as well and so forth and so on. But that number one commandment right there that Jesus gave covers everything. Because if you can do that, everything else is going to cover itself. Mm -hmm. You'll do everything well. Because That's you've made exactly everything right. about the Lord. Wow. That is so good. And that is so true. And, it, you know, that's that's one of those staple scriptures that we need to have up in front of us all the time. Yes. You know, especially on the interstate. Right. Well, he said that's number one. <laughs> he said that's number one right there. And and, and, and and it's for a great reason, because if you can get number one covered, everything else is going to cover itself. That's so true. That's true. Listen, we encourage you guys to fall in love with Jesus. If you do not know Jesus and you're watching this broadcast, you just stumbled across it. Listen, you can reach out to me or Maurice, either one. We'll be happy to share um, uh, information about our Savior and uh, because he is real. He is alive and he is he desires yeah. to have a relationship with you. And so uh, just reach out to us if you have any questions whatsoever. And uh, I encourage you, uh, if you're not on Roku, go get Roku so that you can go see uh, Maurice's show on there. Some of you may be watching this on Roku, but also go to his YouTube. Uh, are you on Instagram too? Where are you at? Well, I'm on Instagram at Maurice Brown Comedy Hour and Maurice Brown Comedy Hour 2. And I'm also on YouTube. You can check out my channel. Subscribe to the Maurice Brown Comedy channel. Please subscribe to that. And you can see all the shows that I've done on Facebook and uh, YouTube Live, and also Pulpit TV. You can see those shows. I've done, oh my gosh, I've done, I started doing this last April. I got tons of shows with some really, really interesting and cool people from Christendom in entertainment. So check it out. Uh, that's where you can find me. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn as well at, at Maurice underscore E underscore Brown. Uh, so you can follow me there. Also, I have a show coming up tomorrow. Uh, with uh, Warren B. Hall at 1 p.m. And then at 5.30, uh, uh, and I was telling you before we came on live, Maggie, I do two 
Bible study shows with comedians every other Monday and Wednesday on, on YouTube and Facebook Live. And, of course, all these shows you can see on the Creative Motion Network as, as keys to your best life with Maggie Cavanaugh on Roku TV. But that, those two shows are awesome with the comedians as we break down the Bible. And today at 530, I'm doing that with Jason Earls, uh, comedian June Von Colson, Jennifer O'Brien, Dennis Gaxiola, and comedian Fifi Felicia Frazier today at 530. I am so excited about that because I haven't had a chance to catch that show. I've watched your interview platforms. I've got to check that out because I know that just so much joy can come from that. Laughter is oh, a good yeah. medicine and the word of God brings faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word and they're unpacking the word, sharing it with us and so forth. So y'all make sure that you check this out. So Maurice, yeah. I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the show. Well, thank you, Maggie, for having me. God bless you and may the peace of Christ be with you and your family. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. I received that. God bless you guys. We'll see you here next time on Keys to Your Best Life.